Hello friends, my name is Paige Harmon and this is my podcast, Inexperienced at Life. Hello and welcome back to the podcast guys. It's good to be back and I am doing a little review on a documentary entitled The Parents That Raise Their Kids Without Any Rules by Origin Platform and it's on YouTube. You can look it up and it's about 45 minutes long. I don't know how I got on this rabbit hole that popped up on my YouTube channel thing. You know how that goes but it popped up and I decided to watch it and Honestly, it's very, very interesting. I found it very interesting and I wanted to do kind of a review about it. Feel free to go and watch it if you'd like. Um, It's very interesting and I won't give too many spoilers. I mean, it kind of spoils it in (laughs) in the title about parents not raising their kids without any rules, which is very interesting to me. So anyway, so basically... What is it about? Well, it takes place in the UK. uh, And there's three different families that have decided to take their kids out of school and have no rules, no formal education as in homeschooling or going to school or any type of online learning. And they just, the parents behind... The three different family, the three different families that have their parents that they basically have this idea of that their kids should learn things on their own and do whatever they want. And as you watch the, watch the little documentary, it's it's very interesting and it, there's several thoughts that probably will go through your head when you watch it. Um, and so I thought I'd talk a little bit about the things that I saw and the things that I'm like, "Mm, would be a pro and a con because there's certain things that I do agree with, with the parents that have the mindset or want to implement, um, kind of this no rule thing. And then there's things that I, I personally don't agree with. So this is just my personal opinion, my personal review. If you don't agree with me, that's totally fine. Like, this is, <laughs> if you don't want to hear my opinion, feel free to turn it off, you know? So basically, I have several thoughts on the matter. And so I would like to first talk about, um, basically, pros. So the whole pro thing. Well, the first thing that I saw with the families is that they didn't agree with the way that traditional school They're in the UK. I have no idea how their school is set up. It's completely different than here in the US. But the way that it's set up, these three families slash the parents of the families just didn't really agree with the way that things were being taught to their kids. Uh, Certain kids of their family uh, were really struggling with traditional school. Um... They noticed that their kids weren't thriving, that it was really hard for them to learn, that they didn't want to learn. And so that was kind of like the main premise behind these parents wanting to basically take their kids out of traditional school and then basically have no rules. So 
<laughs> okay, so let's go into the pros. You're probably like, what the heck, Paige, are you thinking of agreeing with these people? But to each their own, right? A pro that I actually do agree with, with those parents, is that I do agree that kids need to be kids. And that they need to just be the age that they are. You know, of course, they do need to accept responsibility and that kids do need to have some sort of structure and discipline. But I feel like today in today's society, and I don't know if this is the same in the UK or not as it is here in the US, but here in the US, I see a lot of families that have their kids involved in every single activity, whether it's all the sports, all the extracurriculars, plus school on top of extracurriculars with school like they are so bogged down with all of these activities I really feel like kids can't just be kids they can't just come home and play and enjoy life and I feel like this is the same for teenagers like if a teenager wants to be involved in something great they don't need to be involved in 30 different things if they want to be you as the parent maybe should step in and be like, you know what, I think your focus would be good on maybe one to two things or one to three things at max. Because I'm sorry, how the heck is a teenager supposed to juggle school on top of all these other activities? Plus, you know, be a functioning decent teenager and their brain hasn't even is not even developed all the way as an adult. I'm sorry, but me as an adult, I'm stretched all the ways that I can be not including a parent. So how do you expect a teenager to have all that on their plate? I just, I agree with them with kids have too much on their plates, especially with activities and stuff. However, I think that goes back to different families and their personal preference on what they want their kids involved in. Um, But I, there, the message that I also received in that little documentary was they just want their kids to be kids and enjoy life and I would have to agree with them on that kids do need to be kids they do need to enjoy the face of life that they're in because guess what you only get one childhood and it's going to be gone in a blink of an eye trust me um let's see what else um I also agree too with the documentary that traditional school is not for everyone it's not for every kid either so getting up going to school being in a classroom with a teacher with other students um, is not for everyone it's not for every kid it's not for every family and that some kids do a lot better at learning from home and learning at home and learning online because they thrive And that is unique for every child and unique for every family, which is hard because as a parent, you're dealing with however many kids are in your family. They're each a different individual. So some of your kids may thrive in regular school. Other kids may not. And so I definitely agree that traditional ways of teaching and learning is not a one size fits all for everyone, especially for their kids. And me being a parent... That is something that I, that is always on the, one of the forefront things on my mind is what am I going to do with, with when my daughter gets into school? Uh, What are the options for us? You know, what are, what are the ways we can go about things? And I really do think with 
the pandemic and how everything has shifted with schools and learning. Um, uh, a lot of people before would give homeschoolers and virtual learners a lot of crap, but since the the entire United States, the majority of them, including from all the way to the little elementary kids, all the way up to college people having to learn online, like everybody had to pivot. And don't get me wrong, like, again, a one size fits all I don't agree with, especially like, oh, now we're all virtual learning people. A lot of people don't thrive in that. They need the human interaction. They need somebody explaining it to them. They need the person there. Um, but I feel as though a lot of parents' opinions about virtual learning and homeschooling or learning from home has changed with the pandemic because it's had to make, make us all pivot somehow. And, um, I, I, anyway, I just basically agree that, you know, maybe regular school isn't for everyone from this documentary. And that's one of the things that was mentioned from one of our couple of the parents that just said, you know, the traditional school and being in a classroom and learn like quote unquote learning all day or sitting at a desk all day where my kids can go and play and explore and do all that. I would have to agree that not traditional school isn't for everyone. Uh, some kids are not academically inclined naturally. Others are more uh, physically inclined or uh, just like spatially inclined as well because everybody learns differently and yeah so moving on <laughs> I do like the idea of their kids having their own autonomy in the documentary to a certain point on how they would like to spend their time so the biggest thing in the documentary is the parents allowing the kids to do whatever they want to choose whatever they want to do and <laughs> one of the moms let her kid cut her own hair and she's like yep she decided that she's gonna cut her own hair and she just went to town on the one side and was like I just want one half of my hair short the other long and I like I said to a point I agree with that yes kids need to be able to have their own choice and their own autonomy of what they would like to do and I say that to a point because there's, I agree with this, but then I also don't agree with this because as a parent, I am in charge of your safety. I am in charge of making you or helping you and facilitate you as a little human to grow up into a, a decent contributing member of society. And um, just letting you do whatever the hell you want to do all the time is not, is not, is not helping anybody. Um, same with, uh, with being, uh, how do I put this? Cause the, okay. So the mom in the little documentary series, she was a hairstylist. And so she was kind of more of a free spirit if to, to put it that way. And that's totally fine. I think that's great that she embodies that she wants her kids to embody that. But at the same time, like she seemed pretty young to be cutting her own hair and then that family had a lot of children a lot of littler children that they were doing things that I felt like maybe weren't a hundred percent safe however that's my opinion as a parent I probably sound like a helicopter parent right now <laughs> but I, I'm not I really try not to be but those of you who understand what I'm saying is when you see your child doing something that you're like that is unsafe you try to redirect them 
because you are responsible for their well-being. I'm pretty sure the girl who cut her hair, like, she was older. I want to say she was, like, probably 10 or 12 years old. Which is, sure, she's old enough to use scissors. She knows how to use them. But still, like, cutting your own hair, not a fan of. Because, I'm sorry, you're not going to do a whack job on your hair. And also, you could accidentally cut yourself. And I'm sorry, I just, no. I just, I would, <laughs> I don't agree with my kids cutting their own hair, no matter how old they are in my house. Sure, if they're older and they know how to use scissors and they've, they want to, no, actually, no, I'm taking that back. Even if, you, if you're living in my house, you're not cutting your own hair. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. You're not doing it. Okay. Just no, go have a professional do it till you're out of my house. If you want to cut your hair, chop it off yourself, buzz it, cut it, what, whatever, whatever have you, you can feel free to be your own person. But if you're living in my house, eating my food, using my electricity, Oh my gosh, I sound like my parents, but <laughs> you will, like, you kind of have to abide by my rules. But anyway, that's, that's, that's a tangent. But I, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I agree with letting kids make their own decisions and figure out um, problem solving skills. I definitely agree with that with uh, their own autonomy, with like letting them do whatever they're wa- they want to a point. Um, I think more parents and more kids need to do that because I feel like too many parents make decisions for their kids that they can do on their own, um, especially when it comes to conflict and resolution. Um, definitely, though, I feel like kids do need a foundation on where to go from that. Uh, they have to kind of be taught on how to mm, not make decisions, but kind of like the decision making process from an adult. You know, um, I hope that's making sense because it, you can't just like expect a kid to make a good decision if they don't know the difference between a good and bad decision or know how to make a decision in the first place, if that makes sense. Cause yeah, you just, you can't expect that from a kid when they don't know how it's kind of like me with my daughter right now. She's getting ready to turn two here shortly and I have to remind myself all the time as a parent that she does not know that. A two-year-old versus a like almost 30-year-old. I've lived a lot longer life than her. I, you know, I'm an adult. I, and she's, she's a toddler. So there's things that over time are learned and that she'll pick up on and she can't just automatically like do things that come naturally to me as an adult so so for example like with that tangent like in the documentary series their own autonomy with kids being able to make their own decisions like kids making their own meals like uh, the parents taught them how to use some of the parents in the video or in the documentary series taught them how to use a knife how to make their own meals, like how to boil water, how to get like cooking eggs, things like that. I think that's great. I really do think that's great. I think more kids need to learn those basic life skills of cooking and cleaning and um, all of that because that's it's basically a life skill. And I I know plenty of kids and adults my age and adults older than me who don't know how to do that and never were taught and were just enabled their entire life and it's pretty sad to watch because they can't really function 
at all in life. And it's like, what are you going to pay somebody to constantly cook for you? Or you're going to eat out for the rest of your life? Like number one, that's expensive. And number two, it's kind of not the healthiest thing to do. But yeah, I thought that was great that some of the parents are just like, yeah, cook. If you're hungry, cook your food and let's cook a meal for everybody. And then also too, like kid led activities, the kids wanted to lead, um, the family and doing something together as a family. Like they all wanted to go ride bikes and so they all rode bikes or they went on a picnic and then, um, also kid led interests. So they had an interest in soccer slash football as it's called over there in the UK and so the parents supported them and I'm a hundred percent for that. My parents always taught me that if you start something, you cannot quit. You got to finish it. And I would probably, uh, continue that mindset on my own kids because I noticed like, kind of like what's a con with some of the, the families that had kids that showed an interest in something, they just wanted to quit afterwards, which it's like, you're not teaching your kid to to follow through on what they say and also resilience because if they're they're struggling on learning or it gets hard like how are they going to grow up and know how to combat harder things in soccer in life with resilience persistence not giving up uh continuing to move forward things like that but i feel like all of those things listed make the kids more responsible in ways that maybe school doesn't I guess but I think too that ties back into uh, how the family approaches that at home if your kid is going to like traditional school or not so yeah lots of things there and again great documentary series go watch it kind of I would suggest watching it because it's kind of like an eye-opener on like again the pros and cons of letting your kids lead more letting them decide more on their own but then, um, yeah, we're getting to get, dive right into the cons because there's some things that I do not agree with. And one of them is um, basically the parents of there in the UK, the documentary series mentioned it's like this movement going on over there in the UK of parents completely pulling them out of school without any type of schooling for them so I guess they're in the UK your kid if you pull your kid out of school there's not somebody to like there's not any repercussions basically like I think here in the U.S. you have to for the most part have your kid in some sort of school like if you're going to pull them out of traditional school they need to be in some sort of homeschool virtual learning but I'm sure there's plenty of kids and families that fall through the cracks on that and they grow up not knowing, like, not having any school. But the documentary mentioned that over there in the UK, it's not regulated as it is here in the US. So when the parents pull them completely out of school, there is no type of schooling or way to measure their progress on how they're doing with kind of knowing how to basically... <laughs> basically be an adult so there's one family that's a single mom and she has a teenager and then I think one or two little kids after that and the teenager uh, basically was like I hate reading and writing and he was pulled out of school at a younger age and he's like I don't know like 14 or 15 in the little documentary 
And the the producers, the director or whoever of the documentary asked him like, you know, do you think it, what do you think of like your, what's the, I guess, the education equivalent that you have? And he basically said he has the equivalent of probably a third or fourth grade, I can't remember, reading level and comprehension level. And the the grandpa saw how that was affecting him and how he basically couldn't read and understand what he was reading or like couldn't really write either and I'm sorry I don't agree with that at all like come on that honestly I feel like that sets them up for failure for when they are adults and definitely in the working world because um with that family the grandpa was basically saying like how is he going to be able to support himself on his own if he doesn't know how to read and write read read and write read and write read and write (laughs) read and write Paige doesn't know how to speak maybe I need to go back to school blah um (laughs) and he doesn't know how to do basic math and I'm sorry but in order to function in life you do use math you know you need to know how to read you need to know how to write you need to know basic skills in order to function as an adult in life and I the grandpa basically was saying how is he going to do that when he's older when he has nothing now to help him with that and then the other family was saying the same thing they're like well we want our kids to basically grow up to be whatever they want Okay, well, they can't be whatever whatever they want because you have hindered their education to the so much that they can't pick and choose. Like, well, I want to be a music musician. I want to be like a chemist, or I want to go and study plants. They can't because they don't know how to read. They don't know how to write. They don't have any education to show to even get into university, let alone like higher education trade schools I don't know what they have over there in the UK but you know what I mean like I just you can't you (laughs) this is where it's kind of like the ass backwards comes into where it's like you can't you can't expect kids to be whatever they want to be when they don't even know how to write their own name and they're like 10 years old that's so sad and I think that's like borderline neglectment neglect basically because neglectment neglect I don't know that the parents are like well we want them to make their own decisions but that's like almost to an extreme because what are you there's one family that has like seven kids and are you expecting all seven of your kids to just basically live with you at home and just continue to live their adult lives there at home and they know nothing other than um, what they have there. No, they're going to want to leave. They're going to want to start a family of their own. They're going to want to, they're going to have their own interests other than being at home. And speaking of that family, there was two kids in that family that decided to try out regular school. And the one boy really liked, um, being neat and tidy and organized and liked, kind of like a schedule uh, because all the other kids did not have a schedule and so he tried it and it was kind of a bummer because when he would come home 
the family kind of like embarrassed him and his sister who decided to go for wanting to try traditional school. And if you read the comments, the comments like come at the parents in that segment because they're like, okay, how is that fair? When they're like, our kids can choose whatever they want to do, but they're not happy that they're choosing traditional school. So when they come home, they're just going to shame them for wanting, for wanting that. And of course they're not going to eventually want to go back because at home it's like a living hell because of what I chose to do. And I guess the school that they chose, they have to wear uniforms and they didn't like how they felt and they had, they were like tight and itchy and whatever. But I, I, I don't know on that whole thing. I just, I don't agree with that as a parent. You would want to set your kid up for success. And part of that, I would think, is making sure that they at least have a decent education. That no matter what, they don't need to be the next, like, kid wonder and savant and whatever. But they do need to be able to, when they leave the nest, fend for themselves, think for themselves, know how to do certain things where it comes to like reading, writing, math, knowing how to drive a car, fill up a car, pay bills, go to work, be on time. Because in the real world, the real world is going to eat and chew up and kick those kids' butts so hard that they're going to go running back to mom and dad and not know how to function in life. Which is super sad because it's just like, don't you want, I know, okay, I know there's parents out there that want their kids to stay little and with them forever and ever and ever, but guess what? That's not going to happen. So don't you want them to be successful and see them grow and thrive, but be there for them to help them and encourage them as they figure out life? Because guess what? Get, how did you figure it out? You know, how did I figure it out? Through trial and error, through failing, through getting my butt kicked at life. Like, I I don't know what to tell you guys, but that when you don't allow that for, to, for somebody to go through, they are so naive. They live a sheltered life. They don't know. And they're not relatable. And I look at it as like an employer standpoint. Who wants an employee that has never had to work for anything in their life? that has like doesn't have a decent education doesn't know how to get up on time and be to work at a decent hour and put in the day's work like I see these kids growing up and trying to go to work and they're always late they want to leave early they quit easy they think it's dumb they don't agree with the boss and I do not see them lasting at all in any of realms of employment or work like at all so <laughs> It's one of those things, but, and another con is like the kids that are free for all, that they can do whatever they want. There is no routine and there is no structure. I'm sorry. I'm not a kid expert, but I do know I did substitute teach for a hot minute and I did, and I'm around kids. I'm around my own kid and I can tell you that structure and routine um, is awesome for kids. Like they don't have to have it every single hour of the day. They, they can have, but they need to know like when they're going to eat, when they need to go to sleep, when this is going to happen, when that's going to happen. Because talking in a, like a psychological standpoint and behavioral standpoint, a lot of children psychologists will say, and behavioralists will say that when a kid 
a kid feels most safe when they kind of know what to expect and anticipate, even when they're babies. So they, they like routine and they like structure because specifically talking about an infant getting ready for bed. If you have a bedtime routine in their little brain, they know, oh, I'm getting ready for bed. The lights are low. Mom changed my diaper. I'm getting in my swaddle. I'm getting rocked. Everything's nice and soft and quiet. There's like white noise in the background. It's really dark in my room. Like the temperature is good. And then they put you to sleep and then you're like, oh yeah, this is this is their little brain starts thinking this is bedtime. And then this is same with like waking up, like the sun is up, my mom or dad come in and they wake me up and they get me changed and fed and we start our day. And you know what I mean? Like also too, when as an adult, have you ever like thought to yourself, you know what? I really like unorganization and chaos in my life because I thrive so much. You don't. You know, I mean, there might be points in time where you're just like, oh, yes, I love like not being able to do anything. But again, going back to the pandemic, I think a lot of us for almost like a whole year almost didn't have a lot to do. And a lot of us almost went insane. We had to find something to do in order for us to not go insane because I'm sorry, sleeping in so much and doing nothing will only like fill your cup so much because us as natural human beings want to do something constructive. We want structure in the chaos. We want organization. We thrive on that type as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, we don't need to have it all the time, but naturally as humans, I think we like structure and I'm sorry, but everything in nature is repetitive and has structure and organization. Like it does like the sun comes up, the sun goes down, the stars come out, the moon comes out and we have the seasons and we have this and things grow and then they die. And uh, I don't know. I just think that kids not having a little bit of structure and I would ha also have to add discipline to that too. They struggle in life because talking about the discipline thing is what's going to happen when they do get in a work environment and they're, they get reprimanded at work and they don't know how to deal with getting in trouble or having a confrontation or having an argument with somebody or even like with their spouse too. I'm sorry, but they learn that at home from you and your spouse or you as the parent. They watch you and they learn from examples. So if you're letting them free reign and do whatever and they don't see... You can tell, we all know those kids and those friends that come from terrible backgrounds with their family life and how it's to no fault of their own to a point that they continue those tra awful traditions because that's all they know. That's all they know. And it, until they either move away from that family and meet other people that have lived different family lives or marry somebody who comes from a completely different family life then that's their only exposure and so they just continue that. And I see those kids continuing this whole free-for-all thing and really struggling. I do probably see like one or two of those kids deciding like, you know what, I am going to go back to school. I am going to have like this. And then unfortunately, I see them like severing ties with their family because they're like, I don't agree with what they're doing. Because they see the forest through the trees. They see the matrix, you know, of like, 
mom and dad, I love you. And I understand what you're doing, but honestly, like you ruined me for adulthood. Like, yeah, my childhood was awesome, but (laughs) it was, it's been awful for me to transition into uh, being an adult, you know? And so I don't know. I think about that and I think about, um, that whole situation also too, like a lot of those kids just like ran the house, ran the house, which for me, (laughs) me personally, I'm sorry. I, my kid does not run the house. Of course, my house is overtaken by kids stuff. I let my kid do a lot of things that she would like to do, but it's always within moderation and to a point, right? That's what people always say, like everything in moderation, whether it's eating healthy, exercising, or I would say like having a free for all with your kids, like it has to be in moderation. You can't just let always have them so freaking structured to the point where their life is scheduled to the T for from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed, but also that it can't be free for all from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed. You know, there has to be balance. And I think that's the main thing that I, that I don't agree with, with this documentary that, that it's a little extreme to like, let your kids like not have any structure, not have any schooling and let them be free for all because it needs to be in moderation. I do agree with some aspects of the documentary and some of the parents being like, you know what? It's not for us. I don't think my kid is thriving. Um, but some, like one of the parents, the family that had like a ton of, I think like seven kids, they were almost like anti like society. They were kind of like a modern, I don't want to say Amish, but like modern people who didn't like the way society was or is, which I would have to agree. Like some of the thing, like a lot of the things I should say that society has is garbage, but <sighs> the whole like completely cutting your kid off from school and other kids I don't agree with that and I think that's what I struggle with as a parent like if regular school isn't working for my kid or I just don't agree with the way public school is going uh where I live there's not a lot of options for a private school there's not a lot of charter schools there's not there's just not a lot of options And I've even talked about that with my husband of like, okay, when Charlotte gets to a certain age and, or if we're not, when she starts school and we don't really agree with what public school is doing, what do we do? You know, cause you want your kid to thrive and be that social kid that all kids, pretty much majority of children love being social and but you want them to get a good education and, but that's a lot of pressure to put on the parents for like homeschooling because me personally, I feel like, well, I have things that I want to pursue other than being a mom who homeschools, or I don't want them to be on a computer all day learning from a, from a video or a person on like Skyping in or zooming in to teach my kid. You know, it's just, it's a hard hard thing I think for parents especially post-pandemic because it's like what do you do you know what are the options and I don't know I thought it was a good documentary for those who are parents who want to go and watch it like I said it's 45 minutes uh watch it uh if you see me let you let me know what you think of it because I thought it was really interesting and I always like things that kind of 
I always like watching or reading things that kind of challenge my own narrative to kind of what I think. And uh, I would, I agree with like half of, like majority of the things of why they pulled their kids out of school and want, want to let them do whatever they want. But I also disagree with them to a point because again, it goes back to the in moderation and we do need to to be conscious of that, especially for our kids, you know, and we want them to grow up to be successful. And part of that is creating a really good foundation for them. And if that means you keep them in traditional school, take them out of it, but they do need some sort of schooling because you don't want your adult child having the, the reading level of a fourth grader, you know, that's, that's not fair to them, you know? So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment of this podcast, my little review of that documentary. Go watch it on YouTube, like I said, and yeah, hopefully you enjoy it, and I will catch you guys next time.